0: and welcome to Weight Stories. In this episode we talk to Linda about school trips and photographs, hurtful comments that can stick with us for a lifetime, the danger of comparison, body identity and personal weight labels and incredible wisdom on living your life to the best that you can. A gentle warning. This podcast discusses issues with weight that some listeners may find difficult. This podcast aims to bring connection and share stories, but is not therapy and is not a replacement for therapy. If you feel impacted by any of the issues discussed, we recommend reaching out for help from trained professionals. Please see support resources and links on the Weight Stories page at herproductions.co.uk including support links from The Great Seed, Eating Disorders Support Service and the Be Real National Campaign. Thank you so much for listening and joining us as we seek to build a safe space. We hope you enjoy. So thank <laughs> you for being with me this afternoon now, aren't we? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it'd uh, just be great if you could tell us your story, your experience with weight,
1: Yes, I mean, I realised when I um, saw what her productions were going to be doing, it hit such a note with me, because here I am, I'm nearly 73, and I'm still paranoid about being overweight, as I put it. I look at myself at the moment in the mirror, and I've put on weight over the last year or two, probably. Not a huge amount. But enough for me to look at myself in the mirror and look at parts of me, like the back of my neck and sideways and and think, "Ooh, you know, you look, you look, which is ridiculous, you look like a little grandma, which is exactly what I am. But I don't want to look like a little, little fat grandma. <laughs> um, It's ridiculous. I mean, I'm I'm modern and fashionable and suddenly I look at the bits that put on weight. I mean, I'm probably about a stone and a bit over what I should be now. I was diagnosed with an underactive thyroid um, two years ago. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, I've got it in my head. Oh, I can't lose weight now because I've got an underactive thyroid and you're going to have to become the little fat grandma which my little old fat grandma which my grandchildren don't think of me like that and over the last few months i've suddenly looked at myself and thought you're just gonna have to throw yourself into being that that's of course made me realize that throughout my life from being a child i can remember being a little girl and never feeling quite the same, feeling slightly second class to most of my other friends who were all skinny and wore their little t shirts tucked in. And there was a, a thing when I was about eight where you wore skirts that had like a very uh, ruched waistband. Yeah, yeah. A little puffed out skirt. I looked a bugger in them. I can't say anything else because everything seemed, I was never fat. I was always chubby and people would even say, I remember someone saying as I grew up, I'm one of four girls. My eldest sister had a figure like you can't imagine. She was an actress and a model and she was uh, 10 years older than me, but a very, very amazing figure. Next sister down had a great figure and my youngest sister was skinny. Mm-hmm. And I was there and one of them said, and I don't mean this to sound immodest, but somebody said to me once, as we're well, I'm sort of with brownies, oh, I always remember you. My surname was Rosemarine. I always remember you. You were the, the little chubby, pretty one. And that huh. has stuck in my mind forever. Yeah. Didn't matter that he called me pretty. He called me chubby. Yeah. Yeah
0: those words that those moments that stick with you isn't it and I've I mean
1: I've sort of grown up thinking that going through school going out with your first boyfriends and things I never felt as attractive or pretty or anything as my other friends because because they were thinner than me not because they were prettier because they were thinner
0: yeah Yeah, that Um, that emphasis we put on it is so big, it's like a lot for women. Yeah,
1: and you know, going on holiday. I remember going away at 16 on a youth holiday to Italy and I felt horrible in my bikini. Everyone else looked fabulous in their bikinis. I felt fat because that's where my fat is, on my tummy. I've got slim legs, slim arms, face is normal but all around my midriff and my tummy. And, you know, nowadays I've learned to disguise that better, but growing up and even I've got photographs of being away with when I was at early married days and wearing a bikini. Once I had children, I never wore a bikini again, but you know, do you know what? I don't regret much in my life. This is bizarre. If someone said, what do you regret in your life? I don't regret much at all, apart from the fact that I never looked good in a bikini. Yeah. That's sad.
0: And it's more your perception, but it's how we feel, isn't it? And it's what... Yeah. So you... It's that you didn't feel that you looked good,
1: I guess, in a bikini. Because I'm sure you had people telling you that you did. and Yes, here and there. But I always had this tummy... I can remember as a teenager going in the kitchen... And digging my mum's recipe books out, or she had books calorie count, calorie counting recipe books. Mm -hmm. They're really old fashioned. And looking at them and thinking, "I'm going to do it." And me thinking, "If I drink this, I'll be slim like my sisters." I never did it. Yeah, the diet would last for an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. It was extreme diet. But then when I had uh, my children, immediately after my first one, I put on two and a half stone with both of them, actually. Yeah. And could I get it off? Took me 17 years, I think, after having Michael to lose weight. Maybe it was longer. No, it was probably about after my second child. And then I went very, very slim for, ah, okay. on Weight Watchers for... Uh, but I still felt fat.
0: Even when you you knew, knew on the scales that it was telling you different... Oh, I yeah. know scales are, are problematic anyway.
1: <laughs> but, um, I still yeah. felt... I still wouldn't have worn a bikini. Yeah. And I wouldn't wear clothes tucked in, although I did for a slight bit. I've got photographs and I think, oh, my God, look how skinny I was then.
0: Yeah, so now it's so funny, isn't it, how we do that? But at the time... Yeah.
1: And now I look at photographs, holiday photographs now, and I'm always sitting in a position where sideways, like my arms, if you look at them like that, you can see me, Amy. Yeah. They're not big, fat arms. If you do that on a photograph, you look, you can see like that. (gasps) Oh, I don't see anything else but how fat I look.
0: Oh,
1: yes. But isn't that, and then we're
0: always, we get a photograph, and unfortunately we're looking at us and judging ourselves. And sometimes like, what about the actual photograph? Like the other people in it. But it's, it's, that's why I find Zoom sometimes interesting because it's, you're on Zoom. It's like, I hide myself half the time. And I
1: can't, it's just weird. Like you're there. It's just, and I think, as I say, I was never fat, but always had little chubby parts. Even at my slimmest, I still had a tummy. I can remember not being, um, when I lost all my weight and we had a party for um, my son's 13th birthday, a bar mitzvah, if you've heard of a bar mitzvah. Yeah. I had the most fabulous, fabulous outfit that I, I, I've never looked as good as that did in that and I had a funny turn the night afterwards and they all got worried, my husband and my my mum, that I was underweight because I looked really skinny and I can remember my doctor, who was my cousin, coming to see me and going, you are very, very slim, you know, Linda. I'm five foot tall. And he went, I'm a bit worried about you. What do you weigh? Blah, blah, blah. And I went, look, i weigh what I weighed, which wasn't underweight. And he went, okay. And I said, just look at my tummy. Oh, and he went like this. Oh. Oh, (laughs) The worst thing. With plenty of flesh on you. So even at my thinnest, I was still felt fat in part. And it's never left me, as I say, in my 70s now. I'm still, that's what I look at on a photo. Ooh, I look fat.
0: But isn't it interesting that it's like we've, we're told that the only body shape we should aspire to is this one body shape that we see that's completely airbrushed and not true anyway. Half yeah. the time. Do, do you know what what? so was it that your sisters that was the main comparison or did you compare was media and seeing magazines and stuff was that a- uh um,
1: yes I mean I grew up with models like Jean Shrimpton and Twiggy Because yeah. I was no Twiggy and um I, I would look at, at them. Also, obviously at my sister's, we all went horse riding. Well, my, not my eldest sister, she was married at 18. So I have vague memories of her at home and things. She lived in London. and um, but me, Shirley above me and Susan below me, we all went horse riding. And they looked fabulous in, if I look at photographs now, they looked fantastic in their jodhpurs. I looked like, a little dump with these great big baggy jumpers and tucked in so you could see my midriff and my tummy sticking out. And always oh, never felt right because of it. Do, do
0: you think that it's affected you in things that you've done in your life? You, you obviously do, hopefully, you know, it's more you're judging yourself because, like, when you felt like, okay, on those scales, it's as slim as I've ever been, but I still don't feel happy. Like, yeah do, do you think that that's where that's i don't know has it stopped you doing anything in your life or affected you well anyway at
1: my slimmest i i i did feel much more attractive and i got lots of attention which nice attention which my husband benefited from <laughs> oh because he thought oh I, he, he was lovely about when i lost it But along with all the joy of all that and feeling for the first time in my life really attractive, I then spent the whole of the rest of my life worrying what I'm eating. Yeah. Scared of certain foods. Yeah. Like we put like moral
0: judgments on foods, haven't we? It's like this food's bad, this food's good, and we should feel that way if we eat each food. Like,
1: yes. And I go, I can't eat that as if you're ill
0: and Mm. you are
1: allergic to that food. Yeah, yeah. And like, I think the guilt afterwards is
0: just Ah, the toxic thing because what's the, back back in the day, you know, cake tea and cake was just a thing that you did. Like moderation is surely more what we should be, like should, I don't know, like diets, all these extreme diets. Did you ever follow any of these extreme diets?
1: I never could do extreme diets. I did um, Weight Watchers for years and on and off, on and off. And then I suddenly, in my late, mid to late 30s, I think I had a hormonal change because that's when I lost my weight. I was about 36, 37. And I went to Weight Watchers and I did it and I kept my weight off for well over 10 years. I never touched pizza, ever again I have done since mm. I never had I love pizza and once I lost my weight did not have it we'd go for a pizza and I'd have a prawn salad yeah when you go to like
0: a pizza place that' that yes. specializes in pizza yeah yeah and it's it's I wonder how to I mean food it, it to, so now that you obviously are like no I'm that was not the lifestyle I want to live anymore and I'm not going to do that has you, is, did you change your attitudes towards food then? Did you go like, because for me, food, food should be,
1: you know, it's good, all food is Absolutely. like I love for you. Be- I love eating, love food. So I was very careful for a very long time. Then I went through a chunk of years where I didn't worry that much. And then I went on another diet. And um, the most, um, I've never done these really extreme things. It doesn't take over my life that much. But I, I mean, I went through certain things because I lost my husband 14 years ago and the last thing anyone would be thinking about at that point in time was dieting or anything, you know, you just ate whatever you felt like. When I sort of got myself together, it's about four or five years ago now, I suppose. I mean, I watched myself. I I didn't need to watch myself that much in the following years because obviously I was stressed out and suddenly it started creeping on again. And I went to someone who asked you the weirdest questions and you have to follow her diet. I lost on it in about six months. Could I keep it off? Absolutely not. Could I do it again? Absolutely not. Yeah, because your brain suddenly says, "I'm not going to do that, and never have a biscuit, never do that." No, no. I mean, like pleasures
0: in life, like going with your family for a meal, and absolutely. I think you've you already described it so well. But I guess the questions, like we we kind of sent you in an email as well, but you've already touched on it. But like, did you? Is there any other ways you felt people treated you differently? In a when I
1: was younger. Do you mean yeah
0: so, but, oh gosh are there any yeah. different body sizes like
1: yeah i have one particular friend um but i have probably more than one that said it that said why are you doing it you'll only put it all back on again oh <gasps> um, honestly i have i had a friend that said to me well you're not fun to go out and eat with anymore wow okay and another friend that said don't lose this is a this was a very, very close friend, always very, very slim girl, still is my age, very, very tiny. And when I lost my weight, although our weight was slightly distributed differently, but we looked as slim as each other. My legs were slimmer than hers, her tummy was slimmer than mine, but well-dressed, you know, we both looked like little petite women. And she said to me, you don't want to lose any more weight. It's giving you like a um, round-shouldered, like a, a hump sort of thing, you're doing that now. She actually does walk like that. She mm. does go over. And I thought, well, oh, you don't like it, you don't like it. You've got a bit of competition.
0: Yeah. Oh, interesting, These like your great.
1: friends. These are very close friends. Yeah,
0: yeah. Maybe it's, do you think it's because people have an identity with their body size sometimes? So it, her identity was this very skinny, petite, it's like, you can't have my identity.
1: Yep. <laughs> this is- yeah. Yes, I think it's all down to a bit of jealousy because suddenly mm-hmm. I was looking as neat and, you know, it, it probably, um, how people like to join in with me now because I've put on a few pounds and I find... I join in with them, the much fatter people. I find mine saying, oh yes, I'm so fat now, and fatter than I probably am. Your head,
0: I think, yeah, tells you that you're bigger than you are, than you. I don't know if that's also what you were saying, but that's, I think, something like, when you look back at pictures of you now, I guarantee what you said when you look back at pictures of when you thought you know you still were
1: unhappy with areas of your body you're like wow how did i think that i was so slim yeah i just can't believe it but i have last week joined rejoined weight watchers but i don't think that's a bad
0: i, I... I think that what's what's interesting about this series is obviously everyone's got a different story, like everyone, and I don't think things, yeah, of course, like things that make you feel good, like exercise can make you feel amazing. It's just when we, it's controlling our lives, I think, too much. Um, yeah. what I mean, what, what do you think? When do you think it's a,
1: a problem? Yes, yeah, so, well, I, I think it works both ways that actually, because you do need some control in your life. Mm. Over this last 12 months, I eat healthily, I've been doing something called Mindful Chef for a couple of years, which both my sons do as well. Uh, My elder son got us into it, he's very, very health conscious. It's an incredible company that they send you the recipes, you choose them and they send you all the ingredients. There's a few that do it but Mindful Chef are very, very health conscious and um, their whole... Business ethos is is wonderful. They give money back from everything. It, it, it's very beautifully done. And the meals, I haven't missed eating out from someone who went out a lot. Mm-hmm. I haven't missed eating out once because I make the most fabulous dinners. Yeah. For me, you've got the right, like, you're obviously aware of it. It's like, okay, I'm going to
0: eat healthily, but. That's also doesn't mean that you can't. I think stopping eating
1: any foods is bad, personally. Well, I yes. think you should have, I think, be allowed to eat all foods. I think, I know that if I eat too many biscuits, but I can't restrict myself to never having any. Exactly.
0: Like spread of biscuits, like someone else that we spoke said that. He said, um, instead of having a whole packet of biscuits in one go, it's like, yeah, have two here, have two. Like, that's what he, yeah. like, you know, that's...
1: At, at the moment, because I've been so free with myself for the last pandemic year, actually, I'm only on week two. When I did lose this week, I'm very pleased to say, but I'm actually enjoying restricting myself sensibly.
0: Yeah, that's light, That's sustainable. That's not yeah. like oh, you're gonna
1: that diet that woman said like that's just not sustainable. So you're never going to want to... Absolutely, you can never, ever keep that up. And I know several people that did that diet and every one of them has put it on again and more. Yeah, so that's the other thing. Is,
0: cause it stops you having that healthy relationship with food. Never mind the food being healthy or not, or whatever varied, you start getting this really unhealthy relationship. I think yeah. the problem is if you feel that bad and someone's telling you the food is bad when a food is just food, you're gonna like the guilt cycle the spiral of that if you do eat any of
1: it is is very dangerous like it is very dangerous but i you know i feel really sort of sad when i think here i am at 72 and i'm still worrying about it and how many lovely young girls uh their whole lives it's it's just so sad that we have to have this perception of ourselves and what, of what looks what is right yeah. i think sometimes people these big very voluptuous women or men i suppose i think it's wonderful if they love themselves and they look at themselves if they really do yeah i mean if you
0: love yourself you're going to be just genuinely nicer other people um and you're going to be happier and less judgmental of others and um I mean that actually leads to the question I was going to ask you of what would is there anything that you personally would like to see change in today's society regarding weight and your story that
1: you have told us well yeah I think I really really would like to see more bigger size models yeah out there I really do. I, I think that would be very helpful to a lot of people. I mean, I think for... I feel sad for... I've got four granddaughters aged between 8 and 15, and I worry for them because the eldest one in particular is very, very body conscious, very body conscious already. But especially for my second down granddaughter. Very hard for her. Yeah. So, yeah which I just could break my heart because she's gorgeous. She says, and she's such a gorgeous girl. And the thought that anyone should say that to her. I mean, I had twice in my life, adult life, had people ask me if I was pregnant. I hated those people forever. Yeah, yeah, you
0: are in my bad books forever. I, I mean, what, why would someone ever say that if they didn't know you? Or why would anyone ever say that? I
1: well, I've got believe. to tell you, I once said it to someone. Holy oh, Linda! Honestly, I it was uh, our accountants, and we've all got in a lift to go for a meeting through the business, and she's very, very, very tiny, and I hadn't seen her for ages, and she had a proper little pot belly, and I said, "Oh, I didn't know how gorgeous." She actually had a, she's got a stomach complaint, not, very not pregnant. And she was, she was about early fifties. So I was quite surprised to see this. <gasps> Honestly, I've never felt so embarrassed in my life.
0: But she'll have known that. Like, she
1: did she, understand, yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously we're not perfect. I think that's the other big problem is when people think that they can be perfect in any way, like images that are completely false. Mm-hmm. and not real but um yeah like obviously
1: if she did have um a medical situation she pushed her to me out and i thought i was being nice but i did i didn't want to be remiss in wishing her congratulations <gasps> yeah when it was said to me i was horrified
0: oh did you what did you did you say to them uh or did you just let it... oh
1: yes i did <laughs> and i went home and looked at myself and i remember once i was wearing dungarees i had this dead cute outfit with dungarees i must have been in my sort of well it was before i lost my weight so i'd have been in my early 30s early mid 30s and these dungarees i had two pairs threw them away yeah
0: oh my goodness that's how much it can affect people like people making these comments i mean i guess as well like do do you think it is appropriate for people to comment do people comment when you different
1: weights not really apart from when this guy said i was the chubby pretty one and i only heard the word chubby yeah thought, oh god they look at me and they think i'm chubby and this was early sort of 20s probably yeah that he said it to me early marriage years and he said oh, when he used to see us all out well my sisters that's how he remembered me oh horrified Horrible.
0: Yes, uh, absolutely. I mean, I do. I, I think we've all got moments like that that you remember forever.
1: And uh, my, my mum would always say to me, oh, what are you worrying about what so-and-so looks like? You're much prettier than them. That didn't make any difference. I wanted yeah. to be slim. I, re- I remember being about 17. 1718 and um, bell bottom trousers and little short Shetland sweaters were the look. And I looked awful, and my best friend looked so cute in a little, the trousers that was all right, but of course my tummy stuck out. And she wore her little short to the waist little Shetland sweater, which wasn't very flattering. Really, I suppose, because the Shetland wool was thicker. She looked so cute. And she had a little tan, little cropped leather jacket. I tried to get the same look, because you did with your best friend back then. I couldn't wear them, and it just so upset me. I looked just fat.
0: But this is where clothes are, like, really weird, aren't they? Again, the clothes, that I guess, when it was all twiggy and everything was just straight up and down. How many women's bodies... And is that even really that, why is that the only, like, it's changed again, hasn't it? You've got the Kardashians now, that's kind of the... Yes,
1: yes. The look. A a different, uh, that's a a different look again, isn't it? It's still not realistic, Well, people going and having fat put in their bottoms. (laughs) Yeah. It's, It's just ridiculous. And I think, you know, with all these things with breasts and stuff like that, Oh, for God's sake, just be as you are. Uh, I wish, you know, I mean, I would never, ever, ever have plastic surgery for anything. Never. That would never, no matter how down I felt about it Um, and being healthy and eating properly. I know what to do, you know, I I do know what to do and, but it's never going to leave me. Even if I lose weight now on Weight Watchers, I'm still going to feel like a because I'm short, dumpy. I don't want to feel dumpy.
0: Well, I'm short too, Linda. And um, you yeah. know, it's it is it is weird, isn't it? I think it's a lot more. You feel like it's more noticeable when you change weight because you are shorter. Whereas, I definitely I, I relate to when you see like your friends who are tall. You're like, you could just it's just not noticeable yeah. on you. And but. Yeah, it's, it is. It is weird though, because I think because we're we're short people do think of you as as little and sweet and petite or whatever. That's like the kind of identity we've been given. I don't know, but you're obviously a very intelligent, positive lady. Uh, I just does it does it affect? I'm just yeah. You don't have to answer this, but does it affect you? As in, get you low in mood at all? Like at times, or does it not affect to that? Level. No, it,
1: it does. It does affect me. Definitely. I could feel... I mean, I'm, I'm not of a depressive nature, but I could look at myself in the mirror and look sideways. I look sideways like that and suddenly I look... It's stupid because I look old and and I am old and I've got to accept that. I don't like this look from the side that looks like a little old fat lady. But <laughs> um, it's an identity again,
0: like you, that's yeah, something that you yeah.
1: don't relate to. Even when I'm doing my dance every day, I do this dance class every day and I can see myself in the mirror when I'm doing it and I make myself laugh, but I guess that's accepting my age as well as anything else. That I'm not going to look like the girls that are doing it, they're in their 40s. So, with the, they're not 20, with all the will in the world, I can't be 40 again. And it's accepting it, but it always comes back to, it's not the wrinkles. So I've got wrinkles, I laugh a lot, you know, that's not bothering me. It's always to do with the shape
0: that's always the thing yeah yeah and I guess you've already said some great ideas of how to to change it but is there anything that's been useful for you that maybe people listening uh because hopefully people a lot of people will listen and there's, I think there's a lot of people out there that have similar feelings um is there anything any tips that helps you to just go no Linda I am gorgeous or whatever you say to yourself
1: I'm, I'm never going to be like that, ever. People think I'm very, very confident because I'm very outgoing, but I'm never going to. And and people who know me really well, like my daughter-in-law said, well, you're always going to be like that, aren't you? I'm always thinking that people are sort of, they, they will look at me and think, oh, she's little and dumpy. They're probably not even looking at me.
0: And oh, Definitely not. I, I can say for myself. I have met you many times. I have promised you. I have never thought that well, ever. You've
1: not, you've not seen me for a year.
0: <laughs> but all that anyone thinks of me, anyway, is how like fashionable you are, how yeah. chirpy and happy and lovely you are. Honestly, it's it's oh, never ever you. entered my mind.
1: For funny? I shouldn't be so self what if i don't know what the word is as to think that anyone's looking at me full stop of course people
0: are you're you, you light a room up like that's your personality so people will like go oh linda's here like people will do that like people aren't going to not notice you there they're just it's just what you are thinking people are thinking i, c- I can't imagine anyone thinking i can't imagine
1: isn't it funny? isn't yeah. it funny my father my late father had a thing about one of my Gorgeous, gorgeous friends, my oldest best friend, actually. And um, she got divorced very early on into a marriage. She had two children and uh, very sadly, her husband really treated her very badly. And my dad always had a soft spot for her. And he'd always say to me, "Has she let herself go, <laughs> <laughs> when he hadn't seen her, obviously. How is she? Has she let herself go? And that sticks with me as well, thinking I can't bear for people to think, oh, look at Linda, she's let herself go.
0: Uh, Oh, no, I can't imagine. I think you'll always be very well, beautifully dressed
1: and- modern. (laughs) It's attitude, it's got nothing to do with, I've got as many wrinkles as anyone else. And I do think attitude has a lot to do with it. Whether whether in actual fact, whether you're thin, fat, old, young, whatever, wrinkled, whatever, I think attitude. So even even with weight, your attitude towards it, I guess my attitude's quite good, even though it hit with me what you're doing. And I think it's marvellous for us all to be open. And, you know, if I can help someone feel it's it's never going to go away. Yeah. But you know what? Live with it and and try and be positive. You know what? Live your life to the best you can.
0: Thank you so much for listening. If you are struggling at the moment or do feel impacted by any of the issues discussed, please do see support resources and links on the Weight Stories page on herproductions.co.uk. See you next time.